We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, the number one podcast network for today's Kansas City sports fans. With former players from your favorite teams, informed perspectives, and former insiders, this is the place for you. You can find us wherever you listen to podcasts or on our YouTube channel, all over social media, or our morning newsletter, KCSN Daily, dedicated to your Kansas City Chiefs. KC Sports Network is proudly presented by Emprise Bank, your partner in Possible. All right, boys, let's get going. But before we get started, we got to talk about our new title sponsor. We're pumped to have them on board. It's it's Emprise Bank. This podcast is brought to you by Emprise Bank. AB, when's the last time you ever went to a bank? It's no. I, I, I honestly couldn't tell you, sir. Exactly. So it's now more than ever. Who you are banking with is more important than where they are. So Emprise Bank's great. It's user-friendly. You're going to love working with them. Uh, KCSN's been working with them a while. They're a great partner. They're member FDIC. So if you need a bank, go to Emprise Bank. They're the best. They're our title sponsors. So you know that, you know, they support Ain't No Seats. They support the Hawks. So you got to support them too. So let's get into the episode. We, uh... We know we teased Darnell Jackson coming today. We had him on. We're not ready to release the episode yet. We're going to work on that. We're going to get that out soon. We just wanted to come on tonight and talk a little off-season hoops because we're starting to find out some things. It's been kind of a crazy couple of weeks. We saw CB leave. We saw McCuller transfer in. We saw Mosley go to Missouri. Um, but by far the biggest the biggest news of the offseason so far, I think, is Jalen Wilson's returning to the Kansas basketball. What is he now? Like a junior, but he's also a senior. I don't know. It feels yeah. like he's been around a while. Jalen's back. B-turn, how pumped are you to have Jalen back? I'm super pumped. I think he's obviously going to have a massive year. Um, it's going to be his team. I can only imagine how much money he's going to make. He's going to be the face of the team. Uh, going to make a ton of NIL money and should get himself drafted next year. I mean, he'd probably have to have a massive year, but I think I don't see why he couldn't average 15 plus and around eight or nine rebounds, be an all league type guy and just have a huge year and be the leader of the team. 
I think it was like I was watching the combine. It might have been the not the official one, but the one where he did really well and had like 22 points or whatever. And I was watching him, and he already looked like he had slimmed down a little bit, was quicker, more athletic. His shot looked better, and I was like, oh my god! Like, give this guy one more off season to get better, one more off season with the strength coach, and let's see what he can do next year. I'm so relieved that he made the decision because. We saw what it did. I mean, we've said it a thousand times. What Ochai, Ochai coming back made himself millions of dollars. And Jalen might make, I don't know how much he can make from NIL, but he's going to do well this year. And then he's going to obviously, like you said, hopefully play himself into the draft and uh, lead us in scoring next year. So, AB, you're always like an expectations guy. And I feel like you, you kind of have to temper us sometimes to tell us to chill out a little bit. Is it going to get annoying when people are like, "Oh, Jalen's going to have an Ochai type season"? Like, shouldn't we shouldn't we say now, like, "Hey, o- Jalen can be really good, but doesn't mean he's going to be Ochai Abaji." Yeah, we can't be doing that all year. It's going to be a long ten months if we're doing that up until the tournament. But like, I could already, yeah. Like what? We're going to expect him to go out and literally, quoted by Bill Self, have the most decorated year in the history of Kansas basketball. Like, there's just. I love Jalen. He's going to be great, but I don't think he's going to be an All-American or, you know, he might be conference player of the year, conference, all-conference, whatever. But, I mean, those are high, high expectations to live up to if that's what we're going to hold him to. So, I I can't do that one. I could just already see you tweeting, like, when people are like, wow, Jalen, we saw how much Ochai improved. Jalen's not not living up to expectations and he's going to be averaging like 13 and nine or something absurd. And people are still going to be. So yeah, I think Jalen's going to be different though. Like what B turn, what type of stat line or what type of player do you see Jalen being next year? Do you think he'll lead us in scoring or do you think he'll kind of be, he's been such a glue guy for us that it's hard for me to kind of picture him becoming the leading scorer because we're going to have some weapons, but I don't know. I'm leaning towards him probably being our our leading scorer. Yeah, I feel pretty confident in that. I mean, you'll have it'll probably be him, Dewan, and McCuller starting with Zach and maybe one of the freshmen. Not sure yeah. who. It's I feel like it's tough to predict freshmen too. Yeah. Like I never know, like with Bill Self, some of the freshmen or at least highly decorated freshmen come in and kind of start slow, or you just can't really you don't know what to expect from them. But with Jalen I feel like even two years ago, um, the year we lost to uh, – who did we lose to? USC in the tournament. Like, he was – he was probably the leading scorer in multiple games early in the year. And I feel like even with McCuller and Dewan, they're not really scorers. Zach hasn't played a ton. So, I feel like – I feel super confident in Jalen being the leading scorer. And I guess the only thing you compare to Ochai is – I think I really think Jalen coming back will be the best decision he's ever made. And I think he was yeah. – I mean, Dewan said today, I thought Jalen was leaving. And so yeah. Jalen was super close to just going. He's wanted to go pro for a while now. But I think coming back, you're going to be the face of the team. Like, I don't even know who – obviously, we have a bunch of other studs, but I don't even know who companies would be, like, targeting for NIL stuff. Just because, yeah. like, Jalen played that much of a role – in the national championship team. So Jalen's going to be the man in Lawrence um, and hopefully get himself drafted like Ochai did. Yeah. I mean, it was, I think you, had, you had me convinced he was gone, but I kind of led you were, you were hearing things from 
certain maybe players that might have lied to you, but uh, it was I was shocked when we saw Jalen back because the fact that he took it to the final day was terrifying. But we saw with Doke, it's one of the most like memorable group message nights of our entire podcast. <laughs> was the night Doke took it to uh, midnight or what? Oh, he never even announced. Like, like stayed up till day, midnight. Yeah. And AB hit us with the classic, like, what'd you say? Breaking news. And we were like, oh, God, what happened? And you were like, I just got new popsicles or something. Like, what did you say? <laughs> I, that I was out of bomb pops, but I've got good news for you guys now. I restocked the bomb pops uh, the other night. So, Dude, that was, that was a wild day in KU hoops. I remember I was texting Mitch that day. I was like, is he coming back or what's the deal? He's like, you tell me. Like, yeah. the, all the players were texting each other. They had no idea. That's just kind of how Doke is. Um, he's a he's a big bully to me, but um, he's yeah he doesn't use social media and he doesn't really say too many words. So no him one calling no you, one him even, calling you Braden ugly ass <laughs> continuously is just one of the funniest insults I've ever. Heard. It's getting to the point where you got to change that like as your social media names. I just feel like, turn. Yeah, Braden ugly ass. I know, right? I I feel like it's tough to go back at it, like clap back at an NBA player. I don't know. Like I want to tell him to go work on his free throws or work on his <laughs> jump shot, but he's kind of scary. He's a big guy. Remember the guy yeah. that broke into the basketball dorms to try and help <laughs> help him shoot free throws? <laughs> I love our I love our fan base. Oh my <laughs> god, that was yeah, that was OU with Trey Young, right? Yeah. When Bill so. just Bill would not take Doke out, they were purposely fouling him every single possession. Yep. Pack a doke. Classic mind games. Uh, but yeah, we, we went on a doke rant there. But like the Jalen thing to me was like, it felt like he was just going to wait and wait and wait, hoping that he was going to get some sort of team that said, hey, we'll take you. But like you said, I think it's going to be a great decision for him. I think it's going to pay off big time. And uh, it officially gets me excited. I don't know if I'm ready to put us on repeat watch. I certainly want to talk about it. But I think we're going to be different and fun. I just don't know if we can win a natty, but we'll see. We'll see how things shake out the rest of the year. But, I mean, in classic Ain't No Seeds podcast, we did a podcast like three weeks ago, four weeks ago, where we talked about future transfer possibilities. And the one we talked about the least amount was the guy that ended up coming, Kevin McCuller. Like We didn't talk about him at all. We brought up his name. Yeah. We went 20 minutes on Mosley and uh, Tyrese Hunter. And <laughs> the two of them went to some of our rivals and we got the one. So like B turn, how are you feeling about the off season so far? Did is getting McCuller and getting Jalen back? Like you got to give that an a minus maybe. I know we yeah. haven't got any other transfers, but feels pretty dang good. Yeah, I feel good um, because I worry about scoring. So I think we're really going to have to defend like super well. And I think obviously Kevin McCuller is going to be a dude that, Bill Self's just obsessed with like it's kind of like Marcus can guard every position um he's not the greatest scorer in the country but I mean he's been he's a vet he's been around for a while like he obviously wanted to transfer somewhere and win so he's going to be super hungry I think just thinking about him and Dewan, like and I still don't feel like people understand how good Dewan is defensively like those two together that's going to be so much fun to watch and then but, yeah, I think – I mean, it was an awesome pickup just because I think the fit is perfect. I don't know if you agree with that, but yeah, it's a guy that is just going to plug in Bill Self's starting lineup day one and probably never leave the floor because he defends so well and 
Just yeah. you, you always got to love having vets, and you got Jalen's basically a senior. Dewan's a junior. Like think because you were saying that earlier about Jalen. Like Jalen is technically a junior or whatever. I don't know. He got hurt that one year with the ankle. He was he's, on the the 2020 team was his freshman year technically, right? So it's really I think so. And then he would was, be a senior. And then I was gonna say with Dewan, Dewan was practicing and sitting behind the bench and stuff like that the 2020 year also. So he's technically like a junior and then McCuller. So it's like, we'll have a, we'll have a couple freshmen and Zach and playing, but it's nice to have vets and guys that can defend and know the system. Like it's yeah. cool that we're going to have two starters back from a national championship team, at least two. It is. That's huge. And like you said, guys that have not just starters, but guys that have been around for a while, but it's going to help. Like I think Bill Self freshmen that play the best are guys that get integrated with other guys that have been around like you think josh jackson getting plugged in to play with frank and Devonte like that if josh jackson's playing on another team where he doesn't have a bunch of veterans around him i don't know if he's as good as he was but he was just such a perfect fit to throw in there so getting like mcculler a guy that's brand new or grady dick or mj rice to step in and play with guys that have been around like i think it's gonna be interesting i think it's gonna be i don't know i lean towards it being dewan uh, McCuller, Grady, Dick, Jalen, and Clements? Or do you think MJ Rice will get the – oh, AB, who just got kicked <laughs> off, is back. Strongly disagrees. Let's hear it, AB. <laughs> You're muted. We can't hear you. We'll go to B-turn. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. And like I said, I, I really could not tell you between Grady and MJ. Um, I think Grady – I've seen Grady play a few times. Like I think, I think he'll be ready to play. I think he'll be ready to go. Like, not maybe not day one, but early in the year, um, might just getting up to speed and things like that. But yeah, I would lean towards Grady starting. Um, and I was gonna ask you guys, like, there's gonna be. I feel like there's gonna be some nights where we struggle to get to sixty points. Like, I'm not saying there's not gonna be games where we weren't we aren't awesome on offense. But there's going to – like Jalen last year didn't shoot it well at all. He hasn't really shown that he can be a consistent jump shooter. And then you got Dewan and McCuller who aren't shooters either. So it's like – I feel like we might yeah. play a slow pace. Um, and there's going to – there's be... definitely going to be nights where we cannot score. Like there's going to be nights where we go two for 16 from three or something like that. We're going to be so good defensively. But before we get into that, A.B., is can, your mic working? Can you yeah, hear yeah. me? We're good. We got you. We good, got you. Because this is driving me crazy that we've been talking for 10 minutes about the lineup next year, and I can't give a take. KJ Adams is going to start. I'm calling my oh. shot right now. You guys are completely forgetting about him. He played so much more than Zach Clements last year. He's got potential. He's athletic as all get out. We're going to start a 6-5 center? I don't care. Go small. Have Jalen play a stretch five. Dude, I'll tell you what, though. Maybe it won't be Grady yeah. Dick. Maybe it'll yeah. be... Clemens and KJ Adams. I don't know. Okay, well, if that if B turns point about offense, which is an interesting one, I haven't really thought that deeply about how our offense will be. But if it's if it's Dewan, KJ Adams, McCuller, those three right there, that's a tough offense to get going. Like I know McCuller can be he'll we're probably discrediting his offense a little bit, but but I mean you'd be relying on Jalen a lot. KJ, yeah, KJ could start. At the four. I'm calling my shot on that. With, I think people will agree with you. It could be Dewan, McCuller, Jalen, KJ, and Clemens. I think there's a better chance of 
Uday starting over Clements than KJ starting. But I'm saying he's what just if a KJ classic bench guy. I guess I could see that maybe early. Like I could see that being like our first couple games of the year. But to your point, V turn, like at a certain point, we're going to have to score points. And if KJ, Dewan, McCuller, and whoever else you put on the floor with him, and Jalen's going to be good enough defensively. That's going to be an absurd defensive team, but you have to score. And that's where Grady Dick or MJ Rice or even. Joe Yesifu is feeling so disrespected right now. National champion Joe Yesifu just wants some minutes, and he showed sparks last year. What about Bob? You're you're literally explaining KJ Adams to me right now while talking about someone else. But we are good defensively. What does KJ Adams solve for us? We need offense, and KJ Adams is not solving that. Because I could see opening night just because, I mean, it's it's going to be what. Uh, Champions Classic is usually the first game now. John so maybe Shire's debut. Maybe yeah. maybe not. Oh my god, that'd be so fun to beat them by thirty. But they have, God, they have like the first top six recruits in the country in the class, which is crazy because also got a freshman coach. Yeah, um, turmoil in the locker room. But I was gonna say opening night, I could see it being Dewan and then one of Bobby and Joe, and then. Um, Jalen, McCuller, and Clements. Yeah. Just because maybe he doesn't want to start a freshman like under the like in the spotlight, like in the Champions Classic. Um, I don't know. I the way he talks about Bobby has I expect him to play a good amount of minutes this year. So do I. You remember when we did these episodes last off season, and it was like Dewan wasn't even. We didn't even talk about Dewan starting. We were all in on Yesifu, like. To be honest, that's why I'm so heavy on KJ right now. It's because, like, we're going to listen back to this in six months and just laugh at ourselves. So I want to give us a couple outs to say that we weren't completely wrong. It's kind of like when Marcus Garrett started starting every game as, like, a sophomore or whatever, and we were like, hey, you realize Marcus Garrett will never not – like, once you're in Bill Self's trust tree, like, KJ – so you're – I can see your point, A.B. That was Mm -hmm. a good point. Like, once Bill Self just loves you enough – he doesn't care if you can't score. If you're trying really hard, playing really good defense, he's gonna start you. But I don't know. I'm just that not... man tried to block a shot that he was 15 feet away from at the end of the national championship game. <laughs> yeah, I know, and it kind it kind of gives me confidence because at the banquet, Bill looked at KJ and was like, "KJ, remember you were on the floor in the national championship game," which I don't know if that was like a effort to keep him around. I don't know if he thought about transferring, but makes yeah. me obviously feel like he's super. Uh, excited about KJ going forward. So, yeah, and I think, I mean, so I'm going to let AB have KJ be his guy that's like a sleeper starter, but I, after I'll you cut said my foot it, off if he doesn't start. Okay, I'm enjoy being footless next year. Uh, B turn, I agree with you though. Like, I think Pettiford, because he got hurt and didn't do much last year because of how stacked we were, like, I think he's a guy that by December next year could be playing so well where we're just like, well, how do we not see this? Like Bill Self told us that he was the next big time point guard. Of course he's playing, but it's just tough. I don't know. There's a lot of different options. Yeah. Cause I don't, I wonder what's going to happen between Joe and Bobby, like whoever gets the most minutes between those two, what's going to happen with the other guy? Are they going to play much at all? It's, it's like, I'm Bill... a little shocked that Yesifu came back, but 
I yeah, mean, I think I agree. I think I bet there was a discussion about that. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. I just feel like Bill won't really. He's not going to play more than two point guards, really, like a ton of minutes. So it's like that might. That's obviously going to be like an off season like yeah. position battle between Joe and Bobby because one of them honestly could start at the two to start the year just to have yeah. a freshman Grady and MJ maybe ease into things. Yeah, I mean, you never – and also, like, you never know what happens with injuries and stuff, but it is kind of wild. Like, I could see Yesifu starting or I could see Yesifu playing no minutes again or I could see Pettiford starting and playing no minutes. Like, I just don't know what's going to happen with those guys. They both seem like they are on the verge of breakout seasons, but – it's just tough. Like you're not taking Dewan's playing 30 plus minutes a game. And we used to always say we've drilled this into the ground V turn that two point guards with Bill self was the move. I don't think it's the move anymore. I think Bill self just proved last year that he can win with three really big athletic wings. And like, I think that's kind of the style he's setting up for with this team by getting Jalen back by getting McCuller and pairing them with, a Grady Dick or an MJ Rice or someone like that, rather than playing two point guards around those guys. So I lean towards Pettiford and Yesifu both not starting, but we'll see. I think it's going to be, we're going to see a lot of different combinations. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Can I ask an uneducated question? Yeah. How good is McCuller? Like, is he an absolute lock to start? I would yes. assume if he was, like, going pro or Gonzaga and he chose us, then probably. Because if you want to talk about a guy, the guy that does the things Bill Self's obsessed with, like, that's him. And that's why I think Bill Self told Mosley, I want this. Like, I don't think he told him I want McCuller, but I think Bill Self kind of was waiting it out because he wanted McCuller. So he... He's just the guy. And the other thing about McCuller is he was like, I think he got off to a really good start last year, then battled an ankle injury or something and was never really, his shooting stats went way down the end of the year. So if we could get him healthy with an off season practicing with us, like I think he's going to be, I almost think he could be better than we expect him to be. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't shock me if he was the guy that Bill wanted the most in the portal, like the entire off season. <laughs> Just it would have to be though, right? I mean, look at where the other guys went that we were going after. Yeah, Hunter went to Texas, which is, I mean, Chris Beard's obviously making moves, but I'm, I can assure you that Mosley, if given the choice between going to KU or Mizzou to play basketball, 
no disrespect to our brothers in Columbia, but he's probably choosing KU to play with his pals. Um, I can agree. Right. So I don't know. I, I would assume that Bill definitely put an emphasis on McCullough then. It's it's just going to be like nearly impossible for Bill to take Kevin McCullough off the floor. Like unless he's in foul trouble or something like that. Just because he's going to do everything right. He's not really going to make mistakes. He's elite defender, probably one of the best in the country. Um, good slasher. He's a good passer. Like him and Dewan are – I don't even know how much rest they'll get in games. Because, yeah. like I said, I think we're going to have to be elite defensively, and I think we will be. So I don't see how those two would even leave the floor. Like, they're going to be, what, 37 minutes every night? Probably. Dewan will not 30... sit. Like, he just won't. <laughs> it's going to be one of those things where we're like, holy crap. Like, we're up 30, Bill. Can Dewan sit? And Dewan's going to be, like, picking his man up full court. Just, like, won't <laughs> stop. Um <laughs> But, you know, we, there's always one guy in the offseason. I want to see if you guys agree with me. You know, there's always the one guy. You see his Instagram stories. He's in a train. He's in training. I can't remember the big company that trains all our guys. And you're, like, sending the videos to your friends, like, have you seen this dude? He's He looks incredible. Who – I'll say who I think – or I want to hear who you guys think I'm talking about, where, like, you see his Instagram stories, his training videos, and you're like, oh, my God, he's going to be a lottery pick. Who Who is it? Who are you watching? Zach Clements. It, you guys seem to be obsessed is. with him. It's Zach Clements. Sorry, He's I didn't totally... follow, follow all of the players. That's why Instagram. That's why the other day I was saying I think there's four locked-in starters for sure. Like, I really I do. do. I think it's Zach, Jay Will, Kevin McCuller, and Dewan, And then maybe they start a point guard at the two, or maybe they go with Grady or MJ. But I really do think there's four locked-in starters. It's just like I know I'm a sucker for falling for videos of where there's no defenders, but, like, this man is – almost seven feet hitting step back threes fade away one foot jumpers like we've never had a player like that have we like i don't think we have i guess not really mb like mb does that now but he wasn't doing that at ku but it's like i don't know it's you talk about us not having a good offense which i think you're right but i do think there's a scenario if i'm just being as biased as possible we're like Zach Clements is really, really good and scores like 12 a game. Yeah, because he could maybe be the sneaky guy that does lead us in scoring. I know. Just because I Bill agree. Bill loves going through bigs. Like if Zach was killing down low and then he started stepping out hitting threes or – I mean, because he's it's not like he's a clumsy, unathletic guy. It's like I could see Zach hitting a couple threes, bigs flying out to him, pump fake. I don't like get to the free throw line. I don't, he's, he's got super nice touch, good footwork. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Kane, our boy Kane night already calls him. He thinks oh, he's, man. he thinks he's going to be the next Larry bird. <laughs> he calls um, him. We were, we were out at the bar in new Orleans after we won it all. And Clements was in there and Kane kept pointing at him. Larry bird. <laughs> Kane Larry loves bird. the power forwards. This man, I've never <laughs> seen someone love Deandre Ayton more in my life either. He's been in my DM since the Bulls got decked by the uh, Bucks in the playoffs. Like, dude, we need a big. We got to get Aiden. And every time there's a story about Aiden wanting out of Phoenix, he sends it. He's like, Bulls, baby. <laughs> oh. But, yeah. I mean, hey, you watch Zach Clement's Instagram stories, and I could, I could be convinced he's the next Larry Bird. Like, the dude looks filthy. But, Every team's yeah, got a good it, four, baby. That's, what, that's why I'm super excited about those guys I'm talking about being locked in, the four starters, because yeah. what if MJ or Grady are a lottery pick? I mean, you never know. 
Um, yeah. What if they're that good this year? Like one of those freshmen just comes in, takes over, starts from day one, and is just amazing all year like Josh. Like if we could get a freshman to come in like Josh did that one year, it would just be lovely. And we don't need that. What I like about the last one. class, yeah, we don't need multiple freshmen to be really, really good. We just need, like you said, one, preferably MJ or Grady, to just click right away the way Josh did. Um, I mean, God, who is the last one since Josh that was a freshman that just started? I guess, I mean, Dotson, Dotson kind of, but that yeah. team, he was surrounded by other young guys. So it was hard for him to really he kind of had to like lead that team at times so yeah i mean yeah it'll be interesting i could also see us being like why did we not talk about mj rice more like that dude is gonna be awesome like i could see that being the case like i feel like it's so hard for me to evaluate these freshmen that come in especially at ku like i feel like with duke and kentucky like they at this point they rely on those freshmen like they're gonna come in day one play a ton of minutes like with us, it feels like we're always – we got some upper class. I mean, we've had young teams, but we usually have a bunch of upper class and we have some freshmen that don't pan out. I'm not saying they yeah. pan out everywhere, but it's just hard to – I don't know. It's hard to get a feel. Like I don't know how good MJ Rice is going to be. I mean, everyone hypes up Grady, especially since he's in the area. You hear a lot about him, but I don't know if you yeah. guys feel the same. I just never know. Like I can't even tell you – what fresh we're going to be good. Like maybe Uday plays a shit ton this year and he's energy guy that runs the floor. Yeah. It should be huge to have off the bench. Yeah. It's I've gotten so bad at like fall. It's probably good. I'm 28 years old. I shouldn't be obsessing over high school recruiting anymore. But like, <laughs> I used to know like immediately who was going to play, who was going to be good from day one. And like, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Like I have, no idea. Had Grady Dick not won Gatorade National Player of the Year in high school, I'd probably be like, eh, it'll take him a while. Like, he's a Kansas kid. Like, it's hard to play for Bill Self right away. But instead, I'm like, there's, like, first-round buzz for him next year. And, like, that's – if he's going to be a first-round pick next year, he's absolutely going to have to start and immediately be good from the jump, I think, because it's – I don't know. It's, that's that's another thing. Is Bill going to feel, feel the pressure to start a freshman? Like you get these McDonald's guys, five stars. Like, I feel like you almost have to start those big recruits to get future recruits, if that makes God. sense. But at this point, if I'm Bill, like, I wonder if Bill just says, well, if I miss out on those guys, I'll just go get a Kevin McCuller. I'll go get a big time transfer and I'll still continue to get the four stars, the Bobby Pettifords, and I'll grow. I, I don't know. It's going to be weird to see how college basketball gets affected by all this stuff. I think it benefits Bill Self, NIL and transfer portal. I think benefits Bill Self more than it hurts him for sure, but it's just going to be weird to see how if that like changes how he recruits and, and stuff like that. But I feel like the uh the pressure to start a freshman thing though, like if Bill's still able to recruit, recruit right now with kind of the shit that he's been through both like with the FBI, but also like we've had and we don't like to admit it, we've had our fair share of like five-star busts French yeah. Thompson, Stunk, uh, Cliff Alexander, God in trouble. Shiallo. Yeah, I mean, we've had like a million. So it's like there are plenty of examples of these recruits want to point to guys that didn't work out and then use that to not come. So I don't yeah. know if he's really worried about that near what, 20? Is this his 20th year? Yeah, it is. Yeah. 23. Yeah. Wow. wow. Should we throw a party? I know. Well, <clears throat> wait. 
Last year was 2019. So he will coach, and this will be 2022-2023. Well, I tweeted something earlier today. Yeah, because he's won 16 Big 12 titles in 19 years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which is good. And last night I was sitting here thinking, because I knew we were going to record, how many times this year are we going to refer to Bill Self as the best college basketball coach in America? Every half. It's the best because <laughs> you can't argue against it. Like, no. he just is now. Thank God Jay Wright retired. But it's like, even like K-State fans I saw being like, yeah, it's you can't you can't argue against him. Like, <laughs> he, just, he just is. Like, he just is. They're so defeated. They got outbid by Detroit Mercy on a NIL deal. Hey. They, they, they've got a national champion leading the helm, though. Remember, guys, he let Baylor Those, do the title. He won. He let Baylor some great years. We, we, we can't. We can't yes. talk though. We acted like less. I guess Les Miles did win the national. He won title. it on his own. I know, Look, everyone's but... gonna get excited. I just, you know, I gotta throw my um, shots. It's the off season. I gotta throw. It. Hey, don't sleep on the glowing basketball company that shelled out money for that Detroit player. That was sick. It it's was a great business idea. It was very cool and kind of hit me today when the. Some of the media guys posted the thing where they run through the tunnel uh, with the 2022 national championship mural on there now. Like yeah. just seeing 08 and then 22, like just looks so good. Because like if it's obviously if it's just 08, you're just like, ah. Well, it looks but so it just, good because yeah. Go ahead. When we when we remember when we were like, man, 88 to 08. Like we were creeping up on 20 years and we were like, oh my God, we're going to get a tourney band. We're going to go on a longer gap from 08 to our next title than we did from 88 to 08, which felt like forever. And then it's like, no, we're not. We did one. We got it in 14 years. We'll probably get another one the next 14 years. Like Bill Self's just too good to go on 20 year droughts. Yeah. And we said that forever. And that's why we don't even have to worry. Like if anyone has any worries about any KU team for the rest of Bill's career, then you're just crazy. Because yeah. I don't know if – I mean, there's probably been other years, but I feel like last year he was questioned more than he has been in a long time. Like with DeWan, yeah. like people – there was two there was two guys starting that everyone didn't think should be starting, like all year long. <laughs> yeah. And those guys were huge for us in the tournament. Like DeWan against Villanova hitting a bunch of threes and then his defense. I mean, all the players even say DeWan was the catalyst of that comeback and then obviously Dave, but – yeah. If anyone questions Bill for the rest of the time, I think you're just a psycho. Yep. So let's, I mean, we can start to kind of wrap this up because as we, as we've joked, this episode is an all time, like go back and listen and hear how wrong we are about everything. Um, I have a question so, for you. Yeah, go ahead. Cause then I have a question for you guys. It might be the same question knowing us. Can you envision this group of guys on the uh, podium holding a trophy up? <laughs> That's kind of what my question was, but we've already envisioned Jay Will. I can kind of see Jay Will, (laughs) but I more so it feels like it. It feels like it'd be Dewan though. Like if this team were going to win the title, it's going to be Dewan holding the trophy because he took, like, he for his team to win the title, Dewan has to take a step offensively that like I think makes him. Because like B-Turn said, there's going to be moments where this team struggles to score, and I feel like DeWan, or maybe not DeWan, but somebody's going to have to take a big step, whether it's Clements, DeWan, or whatever. But no, I'll probably be honest, I I can't envision it. I I could see McCuller and Jay Will. McCuller, I could see. 
We've got but too I, many questions about this roster on June 7th to make us yeah. feel comfortable about. But what I can picture title. is this team, this team making a final four and it being like, Oh, Bill self has got it going. Like they just made a final four after kind of having a reconstruction starting lineup. Like it, I can see that it's just like winning back to back without having like an Ochai back. Like that's teams that win back to back. You get a superstar back, right? Like Florida got Joe Kim Noah, Duke got freaking Christian Leitner. Did yeah, Duke won back to back. I don't know. Like, doesn't happen. It's really hard to do. So to even talk about it is probably silly. But uh, can you picture this? Uh, the team goes. Let me do the math in my head. Can can you picture them going twenty eight and three and being banned from the postseason, but being like number two in the nation? And then for the next seven years or until we win a championship, say, oh, we would have won it again. That could have been three out of four years. Because I can <laughs> yes. picture that. I would have picture that. If we go 23 and six and we get banned from the tournament, we're going to be hot at the end of the year and be like, hey, they were hitting Just their saying. stride. <laughs> they were hitting their stride. Like, I love being a fan. Won. Playing their best ball on March 3rd. <laughs> yeah, you saw Senior them night, baby. the year before. <laughs> you never know. Don't count them out. Um. Yeah, I just I think if Zach, I think if Zach can be really freaking good, then this team definitely could be a title contender. Because you're gonna have you're gonna be as good as anyone defensively in the country with just Dewan and McCuller. And then if one of those freshmen are really good, which I don't see why they couldn't be, and then Jay Will, I think Jay Will is gonna be awesome. I don't. I easily could see him being first team All Big Twelve. Oh yeah. If he's not, I would say he had a pretty disappointing season. Like he should have been all Big Twelve this year, the way he played in conference play. So, Jay Will is going to be good. I just don't know if he's going to average twenty a game like Ochai, but I think he'll average fifteen, fourteen, and do a bunch of other stuff. So, how many players um, are on the roster, including walk-ons? Fifteen. We have fifteen on there. Yeah, normally in the fifteen range, I think. We should draft the roster. How do you guys feel about, like, besides Zach, the rest of our bigs? Like, who's going to play a ton? Who's not? Like, between Cam, KJ, and uh, – Cam Martin. Cam Martin's not going to play. I'm sorry. I know. I, almost, I feel bad for him. I do, too. Very bad. And I know he's got, like, a – there are some diehard Cam Martin fans on Twitter.com. <laughs> it's like – there are some people that think he's going to win, like, legitimately the like conference player of the year and be, like, a major, major, major factor. And I just don't But um, I'm just going to take Cam Martin's side. Like, what if he's the guy that we didn't talk about at all and he sneaky competes for starting minutes? Like, I'd Ernest, wrong. Ernest is a freshman. Clements, I don't know. Like, maybe you go experience the guy that's 23, 24 years old over over 19-year-old Clements. I don't know. It's It'll be interesting. I side towards it. He'll come in and put up a few shots every game, but I just can't see him being a – I can't see him guarding at the Big 12 level, but I hope yeah. I'm wrong. Well, if you include him, what is that, like 11 guys that we've mentioned that could play? And we I just, think what's We the, talk about what's, this every year, but it's eight or nine guys that end up playing once, like, conference play comes around. The freshman big guy that we got that's not Ernest Uday, I can't say his name, Zuby. Zuby, Zuby like, he's got to be a redshirt candidate, right? Yeah, did – Cuff redshirted last year, right? Yeah. When's he? I was he also gonna... a little surprised he came back. Yeah, I can't yeah. believe that some of these dudes just stayed in Lawrence. Shows how much fun winning a natty is. I have my hopes up for Jalen having a pretty massive year. Like, yeah. I feel like he's going to get the feedback. 
Um, he's going to put like like CB and Oach last year, just how much work they put in the summer. Like that's going to be Jalen this summer, just knowing he's got to have a huge year shooting it um, to get drafted next year. And I think he's going to be so good. Like I, I mean, and we have Bill. Self, would you so say we're gonna big be... 12, like if you had to bet money, would you bet Jalen to win big 12 player of the year? Uh, like, what Texas. would odds, what would odds be on that? I don't know. I'm trying to think. Uh, I always, I feel like I suck at keeping up with the Big 12 in the offseason. I'm trying to think of like who teams have. Baylor's got a Texas lot of good will guys have back. Marcus Carr's back, I think. Uh, Flagler for Flagler's back. He's back. Yeah, I, yeah. I think I saw that earlier this week or last week. Uh, did did any of their freshmen back. come back? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I probably, uh, I mean, K State probably will have it, have the winner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> will Spradling Jr. Do they have a starting five they can throw out there? Hey, that Mississippi State, uh, whatever, we're, we're going to get. This, this is a dumb, get. maybe a dumb question. When did the, uh, when's conference realignment start? When does that become a thing? Next year? I don't know. Like not this upcoming year, but the year after? Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anyone like Houston that might go out and win it or something. I feel God, like it'd be a bigger be deal if Houston was going to be in conference this year, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. God, I, I forget. Austin tweeted about that today. I'm assuming I forget Houston's coming to uh, the Big 12, but all right, boys. Another run in the Big 12. <laughs> Ryan's, Ryan's running out of steam over here. I'm, I'm very, it's been a long uh, night trying to get an episode recorded, but what, AB? It becomes official in 2023-24. We got another year. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Little Pretty note good. on that. John Rostein tweeted today. Uh, Stegen, they're going to stay at 18 league games. Uh, so each Big 12 team will play eight teams once and five teams twice. Um, and the wow. league will look to maintain its natural rivalries. So uh, wow. for a couple of years, we won't get to play everybody twice true round robin. But once OU and Texas bounce, I guess we probably won't be able to then because we would need 22 conference games. That's not going to happen. That's it's probably going to go back to like very, very good information. I'm glad you shared that. I did not know that came out. Yeah, That's it's going to be that will be weird. They're going to go divisions again, probably. Right. Yeah, that'll be weird. But it will be weird. Yeah, have to do it. Well, but the whole Big right. 12 South will be Texas. So. <laughs> All right, boys. I'll, I'm wrapping this show up. It was fun. I love to just sling takes with absolutely no idea what we're talking about and see what sticks. And if we're right, we'll brag. We'll pull the clip and say, look what we were right about. And then just never speak of the things we were wrong about. That's the best thing about being a podcaster. So, all right. As always, thank you for listening. Darnell Jackson episode coming soon. We promise. Uh, National champs. Defending national champs. People forget that. Rock shot.